Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Welcome to the High Potion Podcast. I'm your host, Steve Crothy. I'm Hollis Burkhart. And this week, we're celebrating and discussing, discussing, discussing <laughs> one year with the PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series X. It's hard to believe as it is, we're one year into the life cycle of the ninth generation of consoles. And seeing as Steve and I were lucky enough to get our hands on both of them, we figured we'd give our thoughts on, on them now that uh, we're one year in. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy to think that it's it's a year in already and people are still having trouble getting hold of these things. Yeah, and it sounds like that's not going to end anytime soon. No, nah, man. Unfortunately. Nah. Um, so, that's what's uh, on deck for our main topic this week. And uh, I think we both probably got some thoughts. Yeah, a thought or two. Um, now, something I want to get your thoughts on. I don't know. Maybe you've talked about it on the podcast. I can't remember. But my buddy Steve here as we've well established, is a massive fan of the From Soft Ooh, games. Oh boy, we're very, under 100 days, baby. <laughs> and so, as such, he is very excited for the upcoming release of Elden Ring in February of next year. And he is taking quite the funny approach to this, where he has gone in a complete blackout. Yeah, I, I I like going radio silent with uh, their games going up to release. You watch the first trailer, and that's it. <clears throat> yep. You haven't seen the new trailer. You haven't seen the gameplay videos. Haven't seen anybody talking about this network test that they if did I, last weekend. If I see anybody tweeting shit about it, I go by fast. Pew! Flick of the thumb. Pew! So, let me ask you. I was wondering, if you had got like, I know you didn't even apply, right? Yeah, I didn't try. But if you got an invite to the network test, let's say... You know, a couple of years from now, podcast is doing really good. And they're like, hey, do you guys? Oh, man, that'd be the dream. I've been yeah. waiting for a moment like that on Blue Harvest for six <laughs> fucking years. Um, but they're like, hey, here's a code to the network test of whatever their next game is. Would you do it? Probably. I got to say that I probably would. Yeah. Yeah. Just, you know, <laughs> it, just for the saying that I did it, you know. Now, I, on the other hand, have been reading and watching anything I can get my grubby little mitts on about Elden Ring. I haven't spoiled anything. You Not definitely have been anything. good. Yeah. Good man. But uh, I will say this. My hype grows more, uh, grows every day. I it's am quite excited for this game. And I like, 
I will tell you some stuff that I don't think will like these are opinions. For instance, one of the opinions I saw that got me really excited was something to the effect of Elden Ring is the game that will revitalize the open world genre. Mm, that's some pretty high praise. <laughs> and uh, I love open world games. And to hear that From is, is doing that, that sounds pretty fucking sick to me. I can't wait to see what they do, man. Um and I read this article about quality of life improvements that had me super hyped. Yeah, man. Now, I figure you might could let, hit me with a couple of these quality of life improvements. <clears throat> yeah. Let me... Because like, um, like, I'm sure that a lot of that is not necessarily super spoilery. No. You know, it's talking <clears throat> about how easy it is to get in multiplayer games with your friends. That's definitely a d- big difference. <laughs> yeah. It's talking about, like, how good the fast travel system is. Um, it's talking about how great the map mm-hmm. is, which there's not a lot of, you know, there's not typically maps in from yes. soft games. And I, so you didn't watch the second, the gameplay thing they put out. I did. And the map is gorgeous. Like, I don't mean like the graphics in the game. I mean, the actual design of the map looks stunning. And they kind of took a, a book out of like almost like breath of the wild or something mm-hmm. where you can place different markers and beacons on the map and they'll shine different colored, like sort of beams of light in that area to sort of guide you. Um, really cool. And it worked really well in um, breath of the wild. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I was glad to see them sort of take that. Uh, yeah. Their take on something like breath of the wild could be like a, in the conversation of like favorite video game ever for me. We'll see how it works. I'm telling you right now, just from the initial impressions I've read, it seems that's more of the open world they're going for, but more because, you know, the whole thing with breath of the wild were the shrines, which were like the little puzzle sections and you could go in a shrine and solve it and stuff like that. And then you'd use, solving the shrines to level up your character or level up link either like his his health or his stamina right mm-hmm. this seems like instead of shrines there's dungeons and different areas and stuff like that another thing i thought was really funny was you know the network test wasn't the whole game it was just sort of this one area mm-hmm. and some people figured out how to get out of that area <laughs> did you hear about this i did they're in there like a big ass bear demon bear <laughs> yeah. they got met by a fucking Evil ass demon bear. I love shit like <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, that's awesome. I love shit like that. <laughs> but everything I've read or seen from people has been very positive. So I think you're in good hands. Yeah, I'm it's not one that I'm worried about. It's no. just like it, it seems like we've been waiting forever, mm-hmm. you know. Like and I've been playing through Sekiro, which I'll talk about in a minute, but um, you know, it's just that came out in two thousand nineteen, I think. And Dark Souls 3 was, I want to say, 2016. So they haven't had a proper Souls game, you know, as much as I love Sekiro. Right. It's it's a pretty good departure from what And you what got Demon Souls, for. but Demon Souls is like a remake it's of a remake, and I don't the even... first sort of game in the series. Almost. Right. Mm-hmm. It's an existing property. Right. Um, <clears throat> what Miyazaki was going to do after D- Dark Souls 3, this is the answer. And it seems like from early returns, they've done it. So yeah, really can't wait. Um, at this point, I want to say we're like ninety five days or something like that away. It comes out on my sister's birthday, February twenty fifth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I uh, 
probably be taking that day off, Haas. I think you should. Yeah. Man, do you... Uh, I miss the days of taking off for a video game. At this point, just because of the way my job goes and, and the fact that I'm a fucking adult with a responsibility, <laughs> it's like, I just can't... I don't know what the next game would be. Maybe the next Mass Effect I might take off for if I'm alive when that comes out. Who knows if that actually comes out. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. It's been quite... I can't remember the last one. I took a day off for. Right. And it's not because of lack of excitement. But I used to take off for dumb shit. Mass (laughs) Effect 2 DLCs. Yeah, it was a lot easier back then. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, Yeah, you know, I I can't really stay up crazy late anymore. Like, I don't like staying up till 2, 3 a.m. anymore. I'm just... I need to get to sleep. So, like, when it comes out, it's going to be available, like, 11 p.m. for me that Uh night. I'll probably play, like, an hour or two at most. And then just get up early the next day and Oof. do the thing but like this game i'm expecting to have tons of replayability as well oh yeah well i'm expecting at least to have my single player character and then uh me and you i'm gonna have a separate character to play through the whole thing with just you totally co-op. yeah that sounds uh, good the the footage i saw of co-op looks sick <laughs> it looks fucking sick i just can't wait to see <sighs> You know, you're basically talking about, like, the Souls engine or whatever, but with the improvements and and ideas that they've developed in Bloodborne and Sekiro applied to that formula, it's going to be... In an open world. In an open world, it's going to be... Sick. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm I'm great. I'm really looking forward to that game. I can't wait. Uh, It will be the first From game. That I get day one mm-hmm. and dive into and can be part of the conversation and the hype. I mean, right? Not counting Demon Souls, Demon which we Soul, talked well, about. You know, that. I didn't even jump into Demon Souls right away when That's I got right. my PlayStation. You got your Miles. You did Miles Morales first, for a little bit. Yeah. Well, you know, I was go- I was doing, you know, I was doing Yakuza on the fucking <laughs> Xbox. And a lot of pies. Yeah, I was doing Godfall. <laughs> like, yeah, I was all over the place. And then when I finally decided I'm going to laser focus on just one game, it turned out to be Demon Souls, and I. I loved I loved getting the text updates from you on that. Oh, got through got through three one or whatever yeah. you know. I beat that boss. And yep. I'd just be like, God, keep doing it, dude. I remember keep, one keep Saturday, I I hit you with three bosses in one day. <laughs> I was breakdancing. I was like, on a fucking mad tear that day. Once I got past the tower night, it was game smooth on. Smooth sailing. Yeah, that tower night was my <laughs> first fucking roadblock where I was like, I this is I can't do this. Like this is. This is what does it to me every time. Right. And, okay, so you've played a little bit of Bloodborne. Mm-hmm. Like, not a ton, but you've gotten to Father Gascoin, who's, like, him. the proper first boss. Yeah. And to me, like, that guy is almost tougher than every boss in Demon's Souls. I would almost agree with that, You for know, sure. like, that's the kind of, like, the ramp up in boss difficulty yeah. from Demon's Souls going forward hey, is pretty high. Shout out to our boy Evan. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep, who was guest on the podcast, who did our artwork. He finished up Bloodborne and all the platinum. DLCs got the motherfucking platinum, baby. Bling. Good shit, man. He got through that DLC pretty good. He got through some of the tough bosses. He said not too bad. There was one who gave him a hard time and... That same guy gave me a really hard time too. Yeah, I was texting with him a little bit about it when he was after he tweeted that. I was like, "Man, that fucking rules." Mm-hmm. So, yeah, excited for uh, Elden Ring. It looks great. Now, there's a game that I'm sure will be brought up in the conversation we're having tonight that I want to bring up that I think needs its own little special mention because it's a game 
in a game series that I have been telling you, you got to check out. I know it's not your typical genre, but it's fucking cool. And that is Forza Horizon 5. Yeah, man. Wow. God, what a beautiful game. Wow. What a game. Like, we've talked about, I am by no means a racing game fanatic. Forza Horizon is my shit, though. That <laughs> is really the good. type of racing game I like. It, it 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 gives me the vibe of that old Daytona 500 kind of deal, like yes, just like like big beautiful car on the screen with you know nice feels good to steer. Like I don't know, it's just it something about it that just, just kind of it's 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 got to be the levels, right? Like the levels are just incredible in those. Well, games. it's an open world ga- driving game. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like and just graphically, it's incredible. The, it's always got a killer soundtrack. Even if it's music I'm not into, I'm not into like EDM or electronic music. Right. But sh- I'll be damned if they don't pick some fucking bangers mm-hmm. for those games. Doesn't hurt that they've also always have a Foo Fighters song on the soundtrack. <laughs> and I love the fucking Foo Fighters. So, nice. uh, and like, you know, much like I'm not a gun nut and don't know all the different guns in a game, I'm not really a car nut. So I don't know all these different cars besides like, looking at the stats and being like, oh, that's an A-rated car. That looks cool. You know, I know a a little bit more about cars, but um, it's so fucking fun. And what an intro. Yeah, no kidding. Where they basically let you play a short little race of each different type that they have. Yeah. And all of them are getting dropped out of this massive plane. like Cargo plane? (laughs) That ain't an Osprey. (laughs) Buddy, that ain't an Osprey. That's a a real deal cargo plane. Yeah, I don't know if Will has Will played Forza. Not this new one. Oh, okay. We'll get his thoughts on the plane yeah. <laughs> as soon as um, he does. And uh, our buddy Jeff and I uh, played some co-op the other day uh, when we were waiting for everybody to get on and play Battlefield on Saturday. Fucking fun. Hell yeah. Did you just hit a pothole? kind of i had like a panic moment where i was like oh my god i forgot to put the dog up before my wife got home and then i was panicking for nothing she had gotten home and was already taking care of the dog you know how it is <laughs> yeah, okay. like just like what was my responsibility okay, <laughs> all the time yeah oh, happened man. that kind of shit just happens a, to me a moment all the of time. brief panic but you saw I it saw in, in your eyes, eyes. Yeah. <laughs> and i was like oh what happened yeah everything's all good yeah. um so yeah we played some co-op and you know just put quite a bit of time in there and when you go and start a race, you can choose either co-op or versus. And I knew better. I knew Jeff had <laughs> kitted out cars and shit. Oh, yeah, man. So we did co-op, good. and it was a lot of fun. Good, good. Yeah, um, don't be racing. And one of my favorite things in Forza is the the way you can customize your cars. Because you can go in, and let's say you've got a, you know, a fucking Camaro or whatever. You can look for all kinds of different designs that people have made. So inevitably, I go in and search Star Wars and Boba Fett and shit. And sure enough, there's a ton of designs. You can put them on your car. They look super cool. But when I was playing with Jeff, I discovered anime car wraps. So now every single one of my cars has an anime waifu wrap. (laughs) Even though I'm not like a dude who collects anime waifu figures or I don't watch harem anime or anything like that. Neither do I. But it is. The designs are so creative and colorful and cool looking and kind of funny. That's my theme for all my cars. Totally. I mean, if it comes, there's like uh, in the new Halo, there's like different um, 
things emblems. you can put on your emblems. Yeah, and I like the the kawaii ones, mm-hmm. like cute cats or whatever. Yep. Like, <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> it's like a troll, you know. Like you, every time you get a kill, they see like the little kisses and mm-hmm. stuff like that. It's funny to me. Um, unfortunately, there's not a cobra that I've seen yet. Not yet. Yeah, there's Team Cobra, which is yeah. awesome. I w- I don't know who's palms i gotta grease over at 343 to always be on team Team cobra Cobra. yeah look we're not looking for real special treatment we just want you guys to type in a little bit of code a little bit of an ip address thing. anything when we play we're always team cobra it's not too much to ask i don't want to be on team eagle or whatever the other shit is i can't even who cares what the other shit is i got a crisp one (laughs) dollar bill in my pocket for you (laughs) we'll hype up your game to Hundreds of people. <laughs> uh, I got to say, it's nice to see the reaction to Halo. Oh, yeah. We should probably table that for another, like, more in depth um, <clears throat> but Halo yeah. conversation. Dude, but, I'm really stoked about it. Um, What else have you been playing? You played some Sekiro. You've been playing some Halo. Yeah, definitely some Sekiro. Um, I'm really far in Returnal. Okay. Uh, towards the end of Act Two, which I feel like is the end of the game. But then there's like a third act, which is kind of like where you can go through and just kind of pick up all the shit that you haven't gotten yet and like 100% no, it or whatever. That's not how it is. That's not how it is. Okay, good. No, in the third act, you got to go back through all the biomes again, collecting a special collectible that gives you the true ending. The true the ending. There yeah. you go. Okay. Well, I will do that at some point. That game yeah. is really good. Controls awesome, like I've said before. But. Wanted to play through Sekiro. Just been getting the, that fever. That from it. And I'll tell you, that game, like, it's it's definitely different than a lot of their other things. But that parry gameplay, once you just get into the mix with that and you're just smashing people's swords out of the way and just instant death blows, man, it's awesome. And you're doing the same thing to bosses. Oh, it feels good. It feels good, man. One day. You can One do day. it. That, that game has probably the highest difficulty spike because there is no there is no leveling right the leveling is is there there's certain things you can do you can grind certain things to get techniques Mm -hmm. like in your technique book or whatever but those don't necessarily make the game easier right it's not like look the only reason i did as well in demon souls as i did was because i put the time in to grind and farm and that's fine like that's totally fine and if you ever played through it again you would find you probably wouldn't need to do that probably not. because but playing through it that first time i did the same thing when Mm -hmm. i played the first dark souls i i over leveled the hell out of my guy i was one-handing giant weapons just because i would grind levels and get my strength way high but uh it i didn't care i beat the game it's a hard game yeah (laughs) but now when i do it i don't do that you know i know it well enough yeah i um I don't know. If I had the time to conquer another from game before Elden Ring, probably would, but I got a lot on my plate game sure, wise. You yeah. Know? I'm gonna be putting quite a lot of time into Halo. I would like to throw Battlefield in the mix still. Same. same. Uh and then uh Yakuza Kiwami too. Yep. I wanna polish still, that off. Still got that going too. So uh I wanna talk a, a second about the effect of playing fucking Dragon Ball Fighters. Okay. Fighter Z. <laughs> okay, let's hear it. Okay. So we start playing that game. And I was, I was like, I should really check out the f- source material. So right now, Dragon Ball is what I'm super hyper-focused on. So I'm watching the anime. The anime is a tough <laughs> watch to begin with. Mm-hmm. Some unexpected elements. I talked about it on Blue Harvest. 
But as a further side effect, now I find myself looking at Dragon Ball Xenoverse 1 and 2, being like, do I want to get those games? There's also one called Dragon Ball Kakarot. Kakarot, yep. That I want to get. That's it's an RPG, right? Yeah, it's yeah. got a little bit of an RPG thing to it. So I keep looking at all these Dragon Ball games. No, and I don't have the time to play them. But <laughs> like, just waiting for one to be like five cents off sale, and that'll justify it They're enough. Just for blinking me to at you from the store, high hops. Yeah, even looking up like pre-owned copies on GameStop, being like fifteen bucks, that ain't bad, that ain't bad at all. And then this week they announce, which I think is weird, basically Dragon Ball Dead by Daylight. Oh, yeah. Remember I sent you yeah, the article yeah. on that. So they have this game coming out where you play as, like, regular not-powered anime characters in an asymmetrical game versus, like, a big bad... Freeze or... Uh, Frieza or, or Cell or, or whatever. Like, one of the big bad Dragon Ball Z guys. And they can power up. The, there's a few differences. A, I think it's a team of six versus one. You can fight cool. them, too. And you can fight them. Yeah. You can get weapons and shit and fight back. Even though you're probably pretty severely outmatched. I would think so. Yeah. I want to try that game out when it comes Sounds out. like fun. I, I, I would love something that shakes up the Dead by Daylight formula. Nothing that, that there's anything wrong with that, either. No. no. At some point, we'll go back to that. Dead by Daylight is a beautiful, beautiful, perfect mess of a game. <laughs> yeah, I man. fucking love that game. Every now and again on the PlayStation, I'll see Rob playing it. And I'll always smile. Either that or it's his daughter. I think his daughter really likes it, too. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Rob. So Rob was giving you shit that we haven't talked about Metroid Dread. Yeah, he just he's like he loves he loved it or he loves is loving it. He just wanted to to hear it mentioned on the podcast. I, I want to play it really badly. I haven't picked it up yet. I gotcha. OK, you know what I mean? Like it's one once again, there's so much <laughs> out to play. Yeah. And Metroid is something I would be way into, and I will play it eventually. Another one of those games that's getting great reviews. Yeah, and it, it's 2D, probably not mm-hmm. too, you know, with the 2D, it's not. It's never going to be super crazy complicated, tons of systems to learn. <clears throat> no, but I hear it's kind of tough. Yeah. I hear it's not like a walk in the park. There's right. some tough parts. A little too. Hollow Knighty, maybe. That, yeah. That's a tough game. Um, Did you ever get into Hollow Knight? Not really. I've played it, I've played it off and on, but it hasn't quite, like, gotten its hooks in me yet i know it's one that i will eventually probably play through all the way through but i hear it all the time referred to as like a dark souls metroidvania mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and i like i was like shit that is a steve game <laughs> i haven't i've never played it i know my buddy sal was into it for a while there was mm-hmm. real into hollow knight so yeah a lot of a lot of people really dig hollow knight um and it's a cool ass game i liked ori and those games kind of reminded me a bit of that too mm-hmm. Um, definitely not as tough, but they, they weren't easy either. Yeah. I don't know. So main topic of discussion. One more thing. Oh, one more thing. What's that? Oh, I guess we can talk about this is with the year, but I wanted to talk about the backwards compatibility. The let's talk about it. Okay, cool. cool. Okay. Let's do it. So what system do you want to talk about first? Hmm. You know, let's talk about the Xbox first because I feel like we both got our Xboxes first, like by a couple of days. I think so. Yeah, and we because yeah. we had it hooked up. You actually had your Xbox before I did. Yeah, because I got so mine you, in person. Like I picked right. and picked mine up. For what day was up. that of the week? Monday. I can't remember. Okay. At this point, I can't remember what day it came okay. out. I gotcha. Um, I remember getting mine in the middle of the week. I want to say it was like Wednesday, maybe. And you had already had yours, so we, uh, you know, at that point when it came out, there wasn't anything for it that wasn't like 
uh, you know an, an exclusive game or anything but it did have some games that were optimized for it like dead by daylight which was kind of the, the main one we used it for for like the, the first couple of months we yeah my uh my xbox series x was in a lot of ways was a media machine like you know netflix youtube disney plus so on and so forth and a dead by daylight machine um and you want to talk about like sort of being struck by something that series x update for dead by daylight probably because we had spent so long playing the other version immediately version yeah jumped out to me where i was like okay it really looks a lot better 60 frames it's like taking eye drops or something like that but um yeah it was really (coughs) i was playing more playstation when that came out yeah so because i had demon souls you know um when the Xbox <clears throat> came out, I went and picked it up, and immediately, like, my game to really dive into was Yakuza Like a Dragon, mm-hmm. which I played a decent amount of. I need to go back. If When I go back, I'm going to restart it, um, and that game is fucking sick. Mm-hmm. Like, I think it's cool that Xbox built this relationship with Sega more recently. They seem to be on pretty good terms, because they brought... All the Yakuza games to Game Pass, which previously, this was a series that was solely on PlayStation. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, they started getting some of the games on Steam. And then finally it came to Xbox and they're all on Game Pass. That was cool to see. And then for them to get the exclusive, the timed exclusive version of Like a Dragon, I thought was cool. Mm -hmm. Um, So I picked that up, played some of it, really dug it. But it wasn't... Like, it was a game that was enhanced. It wasn't made for next-gen consoles. We, right. There hasn't been a ton of games made specifically for the next-gen consoles yet. Not for the Xbox. Not for the Xbox or the PlayStation. There's not a ton. Yeah, at least the PlayStation does have a couple. The PlayStation does have some. There's no doubt, but it's a small Small number. bit. There's what, three, four? Uh, it was November 10th. Okay. Was the day it came out. Um, so... Uh, my feelings with the Xbox are it's incredible. Yeah, I love it. I think it is a major step in the right direction for Microsoft. I feel like I can't think of thing. The one thing I guess you could give them a mark against is the fact that it's the same UI. Mm-hmm, which, but mm, whatever. That's a nitpick, but yeah, I do agree. I wish it had changed, but um. You know, I feel like Game Pass has kind of kept it afloat as a relevant system to, mm-hmm. since they don't have anything exclusive yet, although it's about to be lifted on Master Chief's strong back over well, the next couple of months. Well, and Forza. That's true. That as well. Yeah. Forza's I would say the big first game. big, and once again, it's not exclusive to the Series X. You can play that on the previous gens too. So can't you can with Halo as mm-hmm. well. But I can't imagine that the Xbox One version is the same experience as that Series X version. No, definitely not. Because it is flawless on the Series X. Yeah, it's, it's butter. Um, but, uh, you know, I think the way they handled upgrading to new versions of the game, smart delivery, I remember people talking shit about smart delivery. Like, oh, oh, who cares? Yeah. Oh, who cares? <laughs> yeah. Me, who doesn't have to pay 30 bucks to upgrade exactly. to the next-gen version know, yeah. of a game. Me, who doesn't accidentally uh, put the PlayStation 4 version of a game on my console and not know. Yeah, like for, you know? for the first 
few months of having that PlayStation, my, I remember my parents getting me some sports games for Christmas, and it would always start installing the PlayStation 4 version mm-hmm. every time I put the disc in, even though I had the 5 already installed, didn't need it to. That that was a bug for a while on that system. They really could use some smart delivery on the PlayStation. Now, That's all I'm saying. I, I'm not saying it is um, financially the best approach, but the expansion cards for the Xbox... I think that's such a good idea. Like compared to what you have to do to expand the storage in your PlayStation, it's not that complicated, but it does involve taking some stuff apart, mm-hmm. making sure you get a compatible one right. and putting it in there. Yeah, right? With the Xbox. With the you Xbox, the... you spend the money and you plug it in. Yep. The the it's already made for that. Yeah. So uh like I definitely like that. You know, the controller not wildly different. My one complaint is I've never had an Xbox controller have a a problem until this. Mm -hmm. Like, my controller that came with my Series X is already crapping out. That sucks. Mine's hanging in there. Um, Are you going to use the Elite controller for everything? Only for gameplay. Okay, but not for... Not for, like, controlling the... Movies. Yeah, no, I've been using my regular one. Okay, good. Yeah, (laughs) now hopefully... they're built better these days and i think they are i think early elites had some problems but i think i feel like they've shorn that up i hope so yeah um you know uh as an aside they announced a boba fett controller (gasps) today wow it's not an elite still i gotta have it no i can't buddy yeah i do I know, but man, like I just spent all that money on that Halo controller. Yeah. And Evan was asking me about it. Speaking of Evan, he was like, well, how's that new Elite controller? I was like, oh, it's awesome. And I was like, you know, it's my favorite shade of green, like my favorite color. And I was like, so that was that alone kind of was it. And I even said to him, now, if they announce a Boba Fett controller, that's going to be a problem. And literally today, and behold, they announce a Boba Fett controller. <laughs> You spoke it into existence. I cursed myself. Everything's coming up, Boba Fett, which is oh, things a good are, thing. buddy. We're about to be in serious Boba Fett season. Adidas is doing a full line of Boba Fett stuff. Uh, it, we can't. Don't get me started. Huh. That's the other podcast. <laughs> the other uh, excellent podcast. So, um, with the Xbox, like I've had a lot of fun experiences. I think. Time-wise, I've probably played the Xbox more than the PlayStation. I feel like I have, too. Uh, uh, and a lot of that... By a little bit. Some some come... Uh, excuse me. A lot of it comes to the support they've given the back catalog. Yes. Um, they, they're they bringing games. They're being aggressive and bringing up old games to... And not just play. that. They're FPS boosting. That's, what I'm, yeah, that's oh, okay. what I'm saying. Yep. Yeah, yeah, totally. Like, giving HDR to everything. Mm. giving uh, Bringing games up to 60 frames per second. Which or... 120 in some or, cases yes in some cases like some of the halo stuff 120 frames um and it's really I, I love to see it you know and they just recently um by the time you hear this it's been will have been a couple of weeks but uh, they just announced like 76 more old titles they said they're done after that but they did put max Payne series the max Payne's up which is huge Something for me you've been begging begging for. for that third one especially but I'm, I'm excited about getting them all i'm gonna wait till they go on sale yeah, it's like 20 bucks a piece but like the Fear Trilogy, so some mm-hmm. other good games. I Lots think, of Star Wars I was stuff. I was going to say, I think every single 
Star Wars game that ever came out on the 360 or the original Xbox is now available. Even stuff that wasn't well received. Mm-hmm. Uh, but still, like I can have a, almost a complete Xbox Star Wars collection right. just at my beck and call. Of course I'm going to do that. Oh, that's awesome. Of course I'm going to do that. Um, Xbox, to me, is still the more consumer-friendly system. And I, look, I don't think it's because Microsoft as a corporation was like, we're looking out for the little guys. Definitely I don't think not. that is it, that at all. I think they took a lump on that Xbox One generation and were like, what can we do to get people back on our side? And mm-hmm. I think they've done a really good job with that as far as backwards compatibility stuff, the how easy it is to get your next-gen version of a game without having to... like. It sucks, man, <laughs> that Ghost of Tsushima has a director's cutout that's got a $30 upgrade. Yeah. You know? <clears throat> yeah, uh, it's a shame. They, you know, I don't know. Um, Sony definitely looks like, I feel like, the greedier greedier side at this point. Yeah. You know? I, I feel like Sony's maybe a little bit too cocky coming off that PlayStation 4. And, by the way, I still don't think... At the end of this generation, Xbox will have outsold. I don't think so either. I don't think so either. I don't. And as much as I love Xbox, I don't think they will have outsold them. Right. I think they'll come closer than they did with the Xbox too. One generation. I think I read somewhere that it's already outsold the One in Japan. Can't be hard because I, I think that thing <laughs> sold like fifteen <laughs> consoles say, or some shit. Had to give them away with Happy Meals <laughs> yeah. at <the> McDonald's. <laughs> like you go in and play the Monopoly game in Japan, and every every tab you pull off is a free <laughs> Xbox One. With a copy of Lost Just Odyssey. like dumped full dumpsters full of them in an alley somewhere. Now, I'll say this. If you have an Xbox One X, I don't know that you really need to upgrade yet. Not yet. Not I would yet. say by the end of next, next year, year, you, you can. Should. Now, if you're a Halo nut, yeah. you probably need to go ahead and get it. it, it there's definitely reasons to, but is it an essential per- purchase? Only I don't if think you're so. a Halo nut. Like I said, that's... Or that, four's a nut. Forza nut or a Halo nut, it'd be worth a purchase. Other than that, I think it's worth waiting until next year when you start getting the exclusives like Starfield. That's I, and from what I understand, Starfield is a next gen only yep. game. Mm-hmm. You know, they said the first couple of years, Starfield's coming out right at the end of that first couple of years of yep. of making them for both systems. Yeah, their exclusives are going to start hitting the bigger exclusives late next year. I think so. Um, I would say the performance of the console rock solid yeah look, it, i mean the thing is great. built like a brick and it runs like a brick that thing i have had oh wow besides those couple of yeah, weekends th- that where was we had internet the that was like some internet server issues on their end or I, so, whatever that turned out to be besides that i've had no problems with my xbox right can't say the same for the playstation i haven't had many issues with the playstation either but like i, I think you said i'm the same way i've used the xbox a lot more yeah um, so, you know, it helps that it, the transition from series, the Xbox one to the series X felt seamless to me. <coughs> like it just felt like, okay, this is a more powerful version of right. what I've had before. Now, does that take away some of the glitz and glamor of a new console launch? Absolutely. Mm. But does it also make it just feel like home to be corny? Yeah. It yeah. feels perfect. Definitely. It was, like you said, it, it was, felt like th- that was, pe- people used that as a strike against it, that it felt like you were just playing the same console, same UI and everything. But once you played those first couple of games in 60 frames per second with those quick-ass load times. Those load times. Yeah. And the um, 
the quick resume feature, mm-hmm. which I think initially, I mean, Sony has something similar, I guess, the game resume or whatever. Yeah. But um, initially, I feel like there were some problems with the quick resume, but it seems to be kind of fixed now. Yeah, I've I've not run into a problem with it yet. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't use it at first, but I've started to. Mm-hmm. Like with Guardians of the Galaxy, like, I won't play that game for like almost a week because of work and stuff. And then I'll go and turn it on and it puts me, boom, boom. immediately yep, really right correct. back where I left off. No loading a game or whatever. That is awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I also upgraded my TV to one that does 120 frames. And look, I'm not the poster child for being a frames guy, but playing the Master Chief Collection in 120 it's smooth. Pretty damn awesome. Yeah, uh, I've that's, seen it that's over here. something that I will say the Series X did for me was like, I got way back into Halo. Obviously, with Infinite coming down the road and stuff, that helped and got me hyped and stuff. But uh, we played a lot of Master Chief Collection. We played a lot of Halo 5. Yep. Played a lot of Dead by Daylight. That's the thing. Xbox has been my play with everybody console yep, so same. far. Um, you know, I play Slay the Spire on that, so I'm on that a lot. Mm-hmm. Hades, know. I played Hades. a lot of. <laughs> Game um, Pass. Game Pass this past year has been fucking killing it. Yeah, just just pulling games to play every now and again. I played a lot of The Ascent, which I enjoyed. I still recommend that if anybody's looking, yeah, looking like, for a fun little game. You know, are they adding AAA amazing titles every day, every week? No. But they're adding some there and then a lot of smaller titles that, you know, normally I might be a little wary of spending 15, 20 bucks, whatever it is. But to have it at my fingertips on uh, Game Pass, Mm -hmm. fucking rad. Like a game like Backbone, right? It's got a raccoon in it. And I would have seen that and been like, I wonder if that's any good. But to have it on Game Pass, yeah, I'm checking that out. And it's cool. <laughs> yeah, it's it fucking seemed cool. cool. Like a noir thing kind yeah, of going on. it's like a very old school LucasArts point and click adventure type game. Rad. Rad as hell. Yeah. Now, <clears throat> I think as early adopters of the Series X, you know, we are missing out on having exclusive titles. But I think it's a matter of waiting. Oh, of course. Because yeah, there's going to come a time they're gonna come. Yeah. when we have, as Xbox fans, stuff to point at when people are shitty about being PlayStation fans. Yeah. And I, you know, I don't feel like I need to be shitty about either console. No. I enjoy I, them both. Do you, you want to know? know my honest opinion? I think console wars are fucking dumb. Yeah, I agree. I think it's pretty silly. I mean, kids are going to argue about anything, and that's well, fine. And, but... and obviously, if you have a preference, I think that's fine, too. Yeah. And if you're like, look, I can only get one console, that's fucking fine. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's anything wrong with having a preference, but to be shitty about it and act like it's some war Xbox versus PlayStation, it's not. No, it's not. It shouldn't yeah. be. I, um, I do enjoy the competition between the companies because that's good for everybody. I think that leads to some interesting stuff. Yeah. Like, I think the competition between PlayStation and Xbox has led to Xbox taking a lot of the roads it's taken yep. with the Series X. The best thing to happen, in fact, for Sony PlayStation fans is for Microsoft Xbox to be a threat to them. Yeah. Because that means they're constantly going to be innovating and trying to push forward. Exactly. And and not sit on their ass like somebody like Electronic Arts, mm-hmm. who has released the same football game for 
20 years now. Yep. And you know what I mean? Like, they, they could use some competition. Somebody else needs that. I think two, 2K with their wrestling titles are getting to the point where they need some competition. Absolutely, yeah. Because, it, like, it's just... Competition's a good thing. It it's is. It's a great it's, thing. I, I, the competition aspect between the two companies is good, but I'm not here to fucking hear people, no. like, be shitty and worship Jim Ryan or <laughs> Phil Spencer. No, like, man. If I was, like, t- in my 20s and, and was full of, like... Out, out at a bar and drinking some beer with my friends and was just like, ah, you know, fucking, I love my Xbox, fuck your shit, whatever. Like, that's that's one thing. But, like, just being, like, a complete asshole to somebody about their choice of console is yeah. just bizarre to me. It is to me, too. Um, So, you know, looking forward on the Xbox, I think post-Halo Infinite at the end of this year, we've got Starfield next year. Which is exclusive. I'm very excited. And about I'm Starfield. very excited for Starfield, and then lots of stuff. There's a lot of stuff they have in their back pocket. You know, Playground Games, who made Forza Horizon Five, they're making the next Halo, uh, Fable game. Right. Yeah. And Which could be a lot of fun. That like I love what that team does with Forza. I know it's a completely different game. It gives me a lot of hope because I love the Fable franchise. And the fact that that franchise was basically dead for an entire generation kind of bummed me out. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to see what they do with Fable. Um, you know, there's all the Obsidian stuff that's coming. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, man. I think... More Bethesda. I mean, obviously, the they. I think they just recently said that, yeah, the Elder Scrolls is going to be exclusive, you know, so... Mm-hmm. But hopefully by the time that comes out, consoles will be a little easier to get. I think that's that's years off. So Yeah, I think... <clears throat> I mean, it sucks. Like, you know, friend of the show, Emily Lind, mm-hmm. had quite a hard time getting a hold of a Series X. Yeah, I'm She was finally she able, to, able to get one, but she had to... You know, it seems the way... The only way to get one, if you're not going to resort to, like, either going secondary market and paying a couple hundred bucks extra or trying to figure out a bot is to just set notifications on one of those stupid ass Twitter accounts. Well, I mean, I tried to do that for our friend Nick yeah. to get him a PlayStation this week via Walmart where I have a an account, everything, not, not the plus account. They sell those separately. This mm-hmm. was just for the general public. And like the literal second that my clock changed from, one fifty nine to two o'clock. I would hit the refresh button, and it would lock. You you just be immediately locked out. The product is sold out mm-hmm. within point two seconds. I just never saw how that was possible. It's so weird because I know, like uh, another friend of the show, Aaron Boyd, was trying to get a PlayStation Five for the longest time, and when he got it, you would have thought he told me that his firstborn was just delivered. I, yeah, I, I agree. You know, like when I got, when I got through and, and got that PlayStation, I pulled over to the side of the road and just was like, yes. Like, I just felt like I had won a fight. <laughs> the day the Xbox series X went on pre-order, I, you know, I got up and you I and sat, I were linked up like yeah, uh, Tom day. Clancy's splinter cell. Yeah. <laughs> we, I got up at like five in the morning and went and got in line at GameStop. I was the first person in line and they only had seven consoles to pre-order total five series X and two series S. And I was texting with you the whole time and you're like, I'm having trouble. I can't get through. And then I came home and since I got up early, I took a nap and I was laying there in bed and my phone was on my nightstand. I heard it go burr, burr. and I pick it up and look at it. And Steve, you just say, got one. And buddy, I sat up in bed and yes, 
And it wasn't even me getting the console. Yeah. We did that. Cindy and I did that on like... Um, Y'all were on vacation. Vacation. Yeah, we were in the mountains. And she had... It was on her Best Buy account. We got it. It was a, It was about an hour, maybe even two hours of fighting that one. Yeah. Just back and forth. Refresh, refresh, refresh. So, <laughs> um, I love my Series X. I think it's an amazing console. I'm very excited for the future. But I don't think... Unless you're completely with if if you've never had an Xbox and you want to dive into the Xbox catalog, this is the perfect time to do it if you can get one. Right. Yeah. Because you can jump on Game Pass and have generations worth of Microsoft exclusive games, your Gears of Wars, your Halos, everything. All yeah. and now all the Bethesda stuff, the id software stuff. They recently just brought Fallout Four up to sixty frames per second. Yeah, and they've all got coincidentally reinstalled it <laughs> and they've all got you know they've all been fucking jazzed up jizzed up a little bit mm-hmm. yep. with hdr and shit i think that's the perfect jumping on point if you've never had an xbox yeah especially if you didn't have a one x if you just had an xbox one yeah this is gonna that's really di- kick that's you what i was gonna ass. say this yeah. is another i think that's another instance where it's a really good upgrade mm-hmm. to make and you know the other thing to keep in mind is like do you have a tv that can take advantage of what all these right because i don't have the 120 but no. i've got a nice 4k i've got a nice 4k tv and it looks you fantastic. have the same yeah. model i have but mm-hmm. like a year or two older couple years older yes yeah. mm-hmm. you got i got mine like maybe two years after you or something yeah, they're lgs yeah they're nice tvs i i think look this is uh, we're not talking about best tvs no. to play a video game system on <laughs> but if we were the lg oled fucking tvs are where it's at yeah they get the they, they get are stamp of approval gorgeous high potion and not just for gaming watching them jesse and i watched shang chi last weekend and uh like we were sitting there and i never know like if jesse's gonna dig a comic book movie so i just put it on and i was like i want to watch this and she came in and sat down and she goes i don't think we ever have to go to the theater again <laughs> look how good this tv looks and i was like yeah that's that motherfucking lg son uh-huh you ever put the backlight on on it while you're watching movies? I don't think mine has a backlight. Oh, okay. Maybe we maybe our backlight's on our speakers or something. Maybe ours does. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe that's that. a feature that they took out of it. Yeah. Um, Not the, that important. But it does look kind of cool. Cause I, I used to have backlight lighting on one of my other TVs, and I do think it's cool. Yeah, especially when they're <laughs> lifted. Um, so you want to talk about the PlayStation? Yeah, let's go over to the Sony PlayStation 5. Now, the PlayStation, I feel like, is a flashier, like, is the flashier of the two options. Yes. Like, you know, the Xbox, it kind of just looks like a big black triangle, big brick. Mm-hmm. The PlayStation looks like a fucking spaceship. A spaceship. Little bit, a bit, yeah. It's cool looking console. Um, the controller is quite a bit different than previous iterations. To me, it's the biggest jump in PlayStation controllers that we've had yet. I'm a big fan of this controller. The DualShock from the 1, 2, and 3 uh, to the 4, all pretty similar. You know, the 4 added the touch bar and the light bar and stuff, but materially and, like, form factor-wise, very similar. This one, I feel like they almost added a little bit of Xbox controller DNA into the shape and the feel of the controller. They needed to. Big time. They needed some ergonomic improvements with that. They, the, they, they got it. The haptic feedback on the PlayStation. Next level. Next level. It is 
to me, the most next gen thing about either console is the PlayStation Five controller. I agree. Uh, like it just it feels so interesting, and the first party games, especially like yeah, Demon Souls, when and, they and really Returnal, take their time, really crank it up. Yeah. Uh, Spider Man, mm-hmm. like the 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 way that that works to where like if you're swinging a spider-man you can almost sort of feel the webs coming out yep. and stuff in the triggers and feel the resistance or yeah if you're swinging a sword and demon souls like it is real cool however one of my controllers is getting a little gummy oh that's a bummer where one of the triggers is starting to not feel like it should that's and that's, we're that's only surprising. a year in on the console i've played the least of the two <laughs> Mine are still doing okay, but um, I'm expecting that one of these days. But hmm. I'm I'm going back and forth between two. I assume you are as well. I am too. Yeah. Huh. So that that's sucks. my one concern yeah. is that those controllers are not necessarily the most hardy. Built for the long haul. Or whatever spring system are in the triggers are going to give out eventually. Um, Hopefully they'll keep iterating on that. Yeah. I mean, I, what what do we have to do? to get a fucking controller on a brand new system get a nintendo switch the joy con drift at, at least with with the playstations you can charge them unlike the xbox where you have to go broke buying duracells for <laughs> I, I look I i'm on like, the other side i don't like using those third-party chargers for the for the xbox i've had some problems with with ones in the past i don't use those this is what i use right here bro rechargeable energy energizers I buy a bunch of these. I keep them charged for my Xbox controller. You never know. You know what I never have to deal with? All my controllers dead. I can't play. <laughs> because there have been times when I'm playing on PlayStation and my controller dies. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to go grab my other controller. And it's dead too. Ugh. There's no playing PlayStation then. I always so, make sure I have batteries. But like, it's probably a lot more cost effective to do it your way. Yeah. That's yeah. the problem. I now, buy like, these big 20 packs of Duracells. And like I'm good for a couple of months but i play that thing a lot yeah <laughs> yeah and the... so, sometimes I'm, i'll have to listen to headphones while cindy's mm-hmm. playing and i listen through that the headphones plug into the controller mm-hmm. so i have to leave that on right a lot of times too so. uh the um I'll, in, I'll be interested to see how the elite controller is because it's a built-in battery on mm-hmm. the elite mm-hmm. too uh the battery life on the playstation controller is not great not great but like I think it it hasn't worked out yet to where, like, when I plug the other one out, it's not fully charged. You know what I mean? Right. Like, I at least go from... And also, when it tells you the battery level is low, you can play on it for probably another you 30 can. to 45 You've still minutes. got some time. Hour, I think. But it's, it's it's not the best. It's like the Seinfeld where Kramer's driving around in the, the, the car and they want to see how far below E they can take yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> below the slash, I think. And, and like... Um, it char- uh, even though the battery uh, life isn't great, the USB three or USB C charging that they use like super fast. They charge pretty quickly, so that's you know a benefit to it as well. Mm-hmm. Yep, true. Um, so you know, with the previous generation, I had a PlayStation Four Slim. I never had a PlayStation Four Pro. Yeah, so that's where I got into the PlayStation four was with right. the pro. I, a lot of stuff I've experienced on the five has seemed like a whole new world. And that mm. have been older experiences. For instance, I finally buckled down and beat final fantasy seven remake, but on the PlayStation five and it felt like a whole new game compared to what I played on the PlayStation oh, the four. Yeah. yeah. Whew, I bet. Yeah. Cause it looked better on the pro 
and it right. looks better now on the than that yeah. on the PlayStation Five. So you so through a you know loops. Uh, I played through that Demon Souls. We did a whole episode Ooh. on Demon Souls. It's a fucking revelation for me. Yeah, and like I told you, man, what when they announced that as a launch title for the PlayStation, that to me at the time I was like. I have to get a PlayStation. Exactly. Yeah. If if, if I can only get one, it's got to be that one. Luckily, yeah. luckily we got them both. But so geez. if if someone came over and was like, "Show me something on the PlayStation," to this day, there's two titles. I would say, look at these two things. Well, actually, maybe three. Uh, Demon Souls would be a showcase. Spider Man Remastered yep. would be one. Ratchet and Clank. And Ratchet and Clank. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A rift apart. Ratchet and Clank looks like you're playing a freaking Pixar movie, dude. Okay, so here are... We got no Series X exclusives yet. On the PlayStation so far, we've gotten Returnal. You're a little... I I like Returnal. You have a little higher opinion of that than Mm -hmm. I do. I think Returnal looks gorgeous and plays really smooth. It's just... I understand. It's not for everybody. The people who like it, I think, really dig it. Right. And so it's got like a pretty hardcore fan base. I think it was a really interesting way to tell a story as well. It is. That story is interesting. The story is interesting. Mm -hmm. Uh, The setting is cool. I don't know. It just, and I got pretty far in Returnal. Not as far as you are at this point, but I got pretty far. Decently far, yeah. Um, Ratchet and Clank are ripped apart. Mm -hmm. That's another exclusive. That is fucking incredible. It is beautiful. It runs smoothly without a hitch. It's like, and it's also a nice change of pace from what a lot of PlayStation exclusives are that are sort of grim, dark, right? Sad dads. <laughs> Last of Us is Last of Us, God of War. God of War yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> great Ghost games. Of Shoot, great games. Great games, but yeah, like all these games, but they're changing tone. Grim, is dark. Okay. Yeah. yeah, this is a much different tone, lighter, but still fun, mm-hmm. incredibly fun. And then Deathloop. Deathloop. Right. Those are the three. PlayStation 5 exclusives. Deathloop's also on PC, but as far as a console exclusive, it's a timed exclusive. Right. And it's, it's in my opinion, um, pretty good. I haven't played it yet. Yeah. I'm going to wait for that game to come out on Game Pass. Because it's a Bethesda-made game, when that day timed one. exclusive is up, it'll mm-hmm. be up on Game Pass day one. That's when I'm going to play it. Yeah, it, that game has really good like dialogue, and it's got a it's got a lighter tone uh, as well. Even though you're killing people half the time, it's but. <laughs> it's arcane, man. Right. I'm pretty much going to be down. I like that studio, mm-hmm. so I do too. I'm going to give it a shot. Um, I don't think I'm gonna I'm gonna end up liking Deathloop as much as I liked Prey, or right. or Dishonored. But yeah, Dishonored is what the one I like the best so far mm-hmm. that they've done. Um, so I would say that's a solid lineup you know once again i don't know that unless you're a crazy from fan right which i I don't know that any of those are necessarily system sellers probably not yeah i mean i mean returnal is definitely not returnal i like that game no no cap that is not a system seller (laughs) no cap no if you are a crazy from fan you should fucking get a PlayStation 5 to play Demon Souls. And if you're a crazy Ratchet and Clank fan, mm-hmm. you should get it to play the new Ratchet and Clank. Agreed. Besides that, you can play Miles Morales on the PlayStation 4, Four. which is an amazing game. Mm-hmm. Uh, Miles Morales is an amazing game, but you can play it elsewhere. It's also pretty short. It's more of like mm-hmm. a, um, almost like a big DLC. Yeah, for, big expansion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, I think you can point out that they've had console exclusives, but I still... Like I'm saying, I don't know that they've got a system seller. Now. I agree. N- next year, when they've got 
fucking Horizon and God of War. Ragnarok, yeah. Fucking hitting in the same year and mm-hmm. probably a third. Yeah. I, I would expect probably three big third or first party PlayStation exclusives next year. That changes the conversation. Absolutely. And, you know, definitely got stuff to look forward to past then as well, we know, with, oh, with no doubt. Spider-Man 2 and, and uh, Wolverine. Wolverine mm-hmm. And Final Fantasy 16, mm-hmm. whenever that comes out. Um, Timed exclusive. I think. They're being weird. The one thing that annoys me most about PlayStation is how dirty they are in their advertising. Because mm-hmm. they'll come out and be like, console exclusive. But it's a timed exclusive. But that's not how they present it. What you have to do is then go read the fucking IGN article where in the text it's buried. Oh, it's timed at being a timed exclusive for six months or a year or whatever it is. Right. I think that's dirty baseball. Yeah. I I haven't been a fan with the way they've done some of their exclusivity deals in the past, particularly when it comes to stuff like Destiny. So to me, that's them playing the game they learned that game from xbox because you remember back in the day on the 360 xbox was getting all the early access to map packs and stuff on call of duty and then playstation was like oh really (laughs) yeah well next generation with the uh, with the same company with activision yep what happens they turn tables turned so i i can't really fault them that because they learned it from watching you dad right (laughs) you know yeah i definitely can't can't blame them for and and you know conversely you know people shouldn't really blame xbox for buying bethesda i guess you know i i know people are bummed i've talked to some of my friends they're like that's a bummer right and i then i get suck yeah and it does suck suck, but feel for those people you know all's fair in love and war i guess like xbox put down the money xbox i feel like in a weird way, I think it's going to come down to this weird split where Western RPGs, exclusive to Xbox, Japanese and Eastern RPGs, exclusive to PlayStation, which is a tough, that is like, that is a tough choice for your boy to make, my dude, because I love both. Yeah, me too. You know, I held off on getting a PlayStation 4 for the longest time. I was a dyed in the wool only Xbox guy. And then I just keep seeing JRPGs that I really want to play going to PlayStation. And then the fucking nail in the coffin was the announcement of Final Fantasy VII Remake exclusive to the PlayStation 4. That I think I got a PlayStation within a month after that announcement. <laughs> I mean, and, you, and, and waited and, years, and, by and the did. way. And in the back of your head, you were like, you know... We can always play Street Fighter Five too. <laughs> so. Oh, there was oh there was plenty of other stuff yeah, too. Lots of stuff. And then you know, last summer we were watching the PlayStation showcase for the PlayStation Five, and when they announced Final Fantasy Sixteen as being a PS Five exclusive, mm-hmm. that was the nail in that coffin. I think I was out driving then when you, you were texting me. That was like the when they announced when they were going on sale. I think right? so. Yeah, and they showed off that and some other games and um. I will give it to PlayStation. I do think it's awesome that they had a pack-in game in Astro's Playroom. Oh, that game is cool, too. It's fucking... It is... Its sole purpose is to show you show off how cool the controller, the controller is. Yeah. But it but fucking works. But that's a cool works. game. If, yeah. you get, if you get a, lucky enough to get your hands on a PlayStation 5, don't, don't just... Overlook. Don't overlook. Yeah, yeah, don't just delete that game or whatever. Try it out. Play it. Definitely. If you got kids, that's perfect for them, too. And it's... 
It's so neat. It like, is. And it's a perfect... Like, I don't even know wild. if they... Do you remember... The, of course you do. Demo kiosks. You go into a Walmart yeah. or, or a Best Buy and mm-hmm. they've got the the system set up where you can play it. Of course. I don't know if they do those anymore, but if they do, Astro's Playroom is something they should have going on the PlayStation Probably. Kiosks. People would, people would steal that PlayStation out of that kiosk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> those things are selling for lots of jack on the black market. Oh, let's do a quick... Let's look real quick. Okay. I want to see... Um, I think they're just typically the going rate for like the scalpers on whatnot on eBay is like double, right? Like a thousand. So I'll tell you this. Um, I know a friend who got an Xbox off of StockX, uh-huh. which is like another place that you kind of go to look for stuff being sold on the um, secondary market. And dark it, web. No. <laughs> I'm just kidding. At that time... <laughs> Uh, the Xbox and the PlayStation were both going for around seven hundred bucks. That was this summer. Now we're in the holiday season. Yeah. Uh, I was say seven hundred isn't that bad to pay. No, you got it. But yeah, we're still still like a fifty percent markup. Oh shit! Forty five percent. Yeah. But also, you know, keep your eye on your local stores. I would encourage, if you don't have one and you really want one, to go kind of chat somebody up who works at GameStop yeah, or I mean, at Walmart, you know, and just be like, look, man, I'm I'm desperate to get one. Do you know when you're going to restock? I, I, I can hang out, camp out right. or whatever, if I know they're going to have it. Like people were doing that recently for the Xbox restock. <laughs> so, okay, for the Xbox... The lowest ask, ask, asking price for the Halo Infinite Limited Edition, $897. For a standard Xbox Series X, it's $790. Okay? What's the difference with the Halo and the standard? Uh, the console's different. It's got a Halo design on it. Right. It comes with the Halo Infinite controller. Not the one Not I got, the but the black one uh-huh. with the black and gold accents uh, and a copy of the game. Okay. Uh, now let's see what the PlayStations are going for. All right, PlayStation standard PlayStation Five seven ninety four. So that's four dollar disc, disc with the disc disc drive. Mm-hmm. Cool. It looks like the discless ver. Yeah, the discless version is seven eighty eight. Oh, so Six more dollars. There's only a four dollar difference between the Xbox and the PlayStation. Yeah, I mean that's still premium prices. Of oh, course. Oh, I'm but- not saying. Look, I'm not. I'm it's not saying that's cool, double, or I agree with scal- scalpers, but <clears throat> that's what the prices are standing at. Yeah, give yeah. or take. I hate that they're so tough to get, man. I really, do. I do too, and it sucks, man. Like bigger player bases help everybody. They do, and I honestly, in some regards, can't believe they went ahead. Like, I guess you kind of had to go ahead with the launch, or it would upset all your future plans. But what a crazy time to launch your two new consoles. In the middle of a fucking pandemic and a fucking <laughs> chip, shortage, chip shortage, which was caused by the pandemic, you right? Know? Yeah, we're gonna w- just... have to wait extra long to get our Steam decks now. Which I'm not complaining. I know no. it's tough out there. Uh, no, man. Like whatever it takes. I'll be honest. I could have used the extra cash for the holidays anyway. Then, <laughs> you know, with that no Steam kidding. deck, that Steam deck coming out at the same time of the holidays was stressing me just a tiny bit. Yep. Mama ain't gonna get shit for Christmas. <laughs> No, I ain't, I ain't do my mama I'm like just that, kidding. Steve. She's a fucking saint, that Barbara Burkhardt. Yeah, I ain't my do mom, my mama like Aunt that. And Crothy gets, gets the treatment. Although, 
My mom is the kind of person who gets mad at me when I spend any money on her. She's like, you spend too much money. I'm like, mom, I bought you a freaking... You're my mom. Yeah, I bought you a freaking $25 Walmart gift card. You spent too much on me. I don't know, man. So, I'll be honest. I was looking forward to having my Steam Deck before then, but it getting delayed a couple months. I was like, sheesh, all right. Yeah, it's cool with me. It doesn't doesn't bother. Fucking hospital stays and stuff. That Steam Deck stressing me out a little bit. (laughs) So, like... At the end of the day, I have loved both consoles, Me and too. I'm not here. To, I'm not going to say this one's better than the other. No, nah. uh, I think probably, I think it's hard to pass up Game Pass. If if you were had to get one right now, and you were just dead set on having something with exclusive stuff, then the PlayStation is probably the way to go. If you want the better controller, PlayStation's probably the better way to go. But if you want to a better system to play your old stuff, then the Xbox is the way to go with the, <sighs> the future being like pretty bright, bright for the xbox i i would say even with the playstation exclusives sit down and look what's available now and see if it's your thing yep. if you're not into the style of those three games i think that affects your decision too to me GameStop or game pass is the real hard thing to pass yeah, game pass is really awesome and with playstation plus you get a selections of games a selection of games that you can download and there's some killer titles oh man there. yeah and if you haven't didn't play playstation 4 and PlayStation yeah. 5 is going to be your first console. Then that might there actually is. sway me to that side There's, because the, anytime somebody asks me which one should I get, it is hard for me to say. It, there's so many factors that go into it. The, you the know? free games you get with the five from the four are really like top two, like the best of the best from the last generation. You're talking Persona Five. You're talking God of War. God of War. You're talking Horizon. Yep. You're talking Bloodborne. Bloodborne. Yeah. There's a lot of shit. The Last of Us remastered. Mm-hmm. I think like all that stuff is just free and available for you as a PlayStation Five with a with a yeah. you know the online thing with the PlayStation. And Plus. if you haven't now, if you played all those games going yeah. forward, then I think it's it's more of just like you know. <laughs> so what are your friends now? Have? A year in. Before we leave, do you regret getting either console? No. Me neither. I got to stay current on that, dude. I'm a, I'm a it's gamer. It's my thing. You know <laughs> what I mean? I don't spend money on clothes. Yeah. You know what I mean? I buy a couple Star Wars and Tool t-shirts a year, wear ratty-ass jeans. I don't drive a fancy car. I don't have a guitar fucking addiction like some of my friends. What yeah. do I? My thing is video games. We don't have children to don't spend have their kids, money on. Like, yeah. You know. So I We're, don't regret it, but... You know, we're adults with a disposable income to spend on video games. We should check in again <laughs> next year. Yeah, I think that conversation is much different next I, year. I can't wait to see where it is next year. Yeah, I really am looking forward. So to it. a year in, I'm stoked. I'm a little worried about those PlayStation Five controllers and their longevity. <laughs> but other than that, I think they're both. Oh, and to be fair, I have had problems with the PlayStation. Do you remember the oh, night yeah. I installed Demon Souls yep. and it kept fucking oh, up? Oh man. They, they were they were all having a bit of a of an issue at first, but luckily I guess they they had a quick firmware update. I haven't had any problems. I haven't in a long time, that, yeah. and it looks nicer. But I hate the PlayStation UI. Right, I do like how um, with the PlayStation everything's HDR. Yes, I like how their menus and there's no switching back and forth. Right, it's right. just everything's HDR. Um, the store. Not great. Neither Sucks. neither store is 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 great. Is great. But, but you know, the PlayStation's is worse. God, the the PlayStation home screen is awful. It is. It's terrible. It could be so, so much better. 
Guys, that's our thoughts a year in with the ninth generation of consoles. Yeah, man. And, and um, I'm using my PlayStation 5 right now to play a, a previous generation game. So Sekiro, Sekiro so, yeah. you know, whatever. Like, the, the, the new stuff on the PlayStation, if it's really your jam, go for it. But, yeah. man, you, you can't really go wrong either way. I don't think so either. Yeah. I You know... As much as I enjoyed my time with the Xbox One, I feel like you could go wrong. In last generation, 100%. This generation, I think you're okay. I think you're pretty solid with either choice. And with that being said, we're going to let you guys go so we can play some fucking Halo Infinite with the boys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Josh and Uh, Brian, we're coming for you. Hey, guys. Follow Steve on Twitter at Stoned Cobra. Follow me at Blue Harvest Pod. Follow the podcast at High Potion Pod. Leave us a five-star review on iTunes if you haven't already. And let us know what you think how how have you have you gotten a hold of a next gen console if you have let us know what you think hypotionpod at gmail.com thanks for listening guys. Hey!